Hello, and welcome to the Aligned Birth Podcast. Uh, Dula Rachel and Dr. Shannon, me, uh, we are talking today again. We're having one of our wonderful conversations. And this one is based on an article that appears in, um, I like to say one of my favorite magazines, but I know Rachel really likes this magazine too, but it's Pathways to Family Wellness. Um, and we'll have the link to the article and everything, but it's called Choosing a Birth Class, Hospital-Based Versus Independent Childbirth Education. So we're going to go through this article and highlight some of the things that uh, stuck out to us, what we see in the office, um, some of the stuff that we wish birthing families knew, some of the options that they wish that we wish they knew that they had, and maybe give you some words that you may not even know. Because I will start this episode off with the fact that I did not, when you know, with both of my pregnancies, I did not know of there being an independent childbirth education option versus a hospital-based option because I was doing hospital birth. So I'm excited to have this conversation today with Rachel because she is a childbirth educator as well as a doula. And so I think it's important to have her on here too. The, the article is written by um, a doula as well, Brittany Sharp McCollum. Um, but I think it's good to hit home some of these words, some of these definitions, and hopefully you hear these things and like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that this was an option. Because now that I see this, I'm like, oh man, I wish I'd had this article <laughs> when I was pregnant. So I had known that there were some of these classes out here. So I would love, Rachel, I'm excited you're here today, obviously, but I also want to start with like that. What are our hospital classes and what is our independent childbirth education? Hello, and welcome to the Aligned Birth Podcast. We are so glad you are here. I'm Dr. Shannon, a prenatal chiropractor. And I'm Rachel, a birth doula and childbirth educator, and we are the team behind the Aligned Birth Podcast. Between us, we have experienced a cesarean birth, a VBAC, hospital births, and a home birth. Our personal experiences led us to where we are today. We share a lot in common. We are friends from high school who reconnected through our work. We both changed career paths after the birth of our own children. We light up when talking about health and birth, and we are both moms to two young boys. This podcast was created to share conversations and interviews about topics from pregnancy and birth to motherhood and the importance of a healthy body and mind through it all. Our goal is to bring you fun, interesting, and helpful conversations that excite you and make you want to learn more. We believe that when you are aligned in body, mind, and your intuition, you can conquer anything. We hope you enjoy the episode. I'm excited to dive through this article with you. Yes, me as well. And so childbirth education is near and dear to my heart. I am Lamaze certified and I became a doula first and then realized the education component was super important for me. I wanted to have that for my clients and I wanted to be able to share in a different way with expecting families. Um, and me personally, with my first, I did take an out of hospital childbirth education class and it blew our minds. It like led us on a journey that I don't know if we would have if we hadn't taken that out of hospital childbirth education class. So I'm forever thankful for that. And it definitely has shaped my approach to learning and teaching about childbirth. Um, you know, this article believes and I also agree that childbirth education is 
integral in preparation. Um, But women feel overwhelmed by all the options available out there. And so understanding the differences in sort of the two main categories, there's hospital-based Uh, childbirth education, and then there's independent-led classes. And hospital-based is exactly what it sounds, right? It's um, offered and put on by the hospital where you're giving birth. It um, Sometimes it's free or it's low cost. Definitely, these classes tend to have more people in them. They um, tend to focus on preparing women and their partners for what to expect in terms of policies and procedures in the hospital setting. Um, and tend to focus on the most common ways of birthing in that setting. So you may not get the full like physiological birth education or what's normal, safe and healthy for most birthing people. Um, you know, with the national statistics for epidural ranging from 60 to 80 percent, the vast majority of women who have epidurals uh, not knowing that they have options other than birthing on their back. And so the hospital doesn't tend to provide education on birthing without an epidural, like birthing in different pushing, you know, different positions and the different positions for pushing. Um, I'm not saying there's not a hospital class out there like this. Um, I'll say this, that a lot of Lamaze certified childbirth educators do teach in hospitals. So if they are Lama certified and it is at a hospital. I think that is a really probably good birthing class. However, it tends to still be taught by a, usually a, a nurse from that hospital. They have certain things that they can teach about and not teach about. So you still may not get the full um, experience as an independent class um, or as much hands-on because they tend to be bigger groups and they don't do a lot of the hands-on childbirth education stuff that like an independent class might do. Um, So, you know, definitely searching around, figuring out, does your hospital offer one? You know, since we are in, you know, we are in 2022, it's been COVID has been around for a couple of years now, and that has drastically changed um, the offerings like this, like for hospital childbirth classes. So they're not as available as they used to be. So definitely check and see if your hospital has one or what's available in your area in regards to um, independent childbirth classes. and check around and see which one feels like it might be a good fit for you. I, I tell people I talk with, if your hospital offers one and it's free or your OB practice offers one and it's free, take it because it's still going to inform you in a different way and then still take an independent childbirth education class because that's going to be more um, comprehensive. And there are a lot of different childbirth education methods out there and and classes and courses, especially these days online. Um, So do your research. We have an episode um, I did back, gosh, episode 18, and it kind of breaks down some of those different methods and what to look for in a childbirth education class if you're like overwhelmed by all the options out there. So I definitely encourage um, doing some research and checking that out and figure out what class meets your like philosophy and your needs and your preferences for your birth. And then based on where you're giving birth, like if you're giving birth at home or at the hospital or at a birth center, like pick a class that kind of meets those needs. And that's a really long answer to your question. (laughs) Like, I love it. No, I'm like, keep going, girl, keep going. Um, (laughs) Because I, I too in the office, like, and I often share, you know, I, 
I, what do I share? I share that I did not have a doula with my birth and I did not take independent childbirth education classes. And that is why I mention it and feel so passionately about it for my families, because I know the potential that is there that, you know, you can feel so supported and you can feel so informed. And so I, I love that you mention that, um, it, it doesn't have to be an either or, so you don't have to be, I mean, I guess in certain circumstances, maybe monetarily it can be, but you know, you can do that hospital class because maybe that does give you that sense of peace. You see the room, you know, you do the hospital tour or something along those lines and you maybe see yes. some of the nurses, you know, like that's familiarizes you. Mind. Yes. Mm -hmm, because otherwise sure. you're like, oh my God, like the hospital I birthed that was massive. And, you know, I'm like, I don't know where this is and where do you go here? You know, this could be an option in the room. Um, you could find out. I mean, hopefully, you know, beforehand, but, you know, as far as like water birth or what, I mean, water birth wasn't even in my vernacular when I mm. was pregnant. So, so mm -hmm. sad. So like, it's, that's, you may not get that in that hospital class, but you can still get information that is important, but maybe I guess the type of information that I want my families to have is kind of reflected in the quote here from the article it says research shows that how women feel about their control over the decisions made during their births impacts how they reflect on their birth experiences and when women come out of their births feeling like they were in control they have an easier time integrating the experience into their postpartum reality and transitioning into the new role of mothering yes Nailed i think it. that childbirth education does that because yes. it's you know because i i had those issues with with my births and that kind of postpartum experience so it can add that layer of that added information, you can get so much more information um, in those independent led classes. So it definitely doesn't want to come across as like, oh, it has to be either or. But I do want people to know those words, you know, independent childbirth education, because I did not. Yeah, well, and some people think that that um, out of hospital or independent birth classes only focus on giving birth like unmedicated or quote unquote natural, which I don't love that term because birth is birth. And I think it's all natural. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there's like unmedicated versus medicated. And some people think, oh, well, I'm not, I want an epidural. So I'm going to give birth. I'm going to go to the hospital based class because that's, they're going to focus on that. And that's, you know, out of hospital classes are only for unmedicated births. And that is just not the truth, not all of the truth. Um, so while they do have info on ways to cope during labor, so out of hospital birthing classes, independent birthing classes definitely have an emphasis on um, different ways to cope with the intensity of labor. Um, they also offer so much more. So they help you explore options, um, encourage you to find your voice and use your voice, how to use it, how to advocate for yourself. And it also helps empower partners to advocate and be active participants in the process as well. And that was part of the article that I was like, yes, that's it. And that's tagging onto what you just said, as far as like, it's not necessarily the mode of which you give birth. Definitely that plays into it, but it's how you feel during the process. And part of how you feel is being seen as the autonomous birthing person that you are. And so having the tools to be able to tap into that and learn the information about the normal physiological process of giving birth, how to ask questions, how to view yourself as the like person in charge of this birth, not the provider. Um, those tools are what you get in an independent childbirth education class. And that is what can make your birthing experience exponentially better, not learning to do birth a certain way. Exactly. It doesn't have to be learning. Yeah. 
to do it that certain way. But it's exploring those options and feeling comfortable with those decisions. And I feel too, it's, it can even open your mind and world to things that, again, that you may not have even known or considered. I mean, I still go back to the interview I did with Latoya, who's a local doula at Doula View. And she's working with a mom who has an epidural and they don't want her to move. But Latoya is trying to advocate for her client and kind of saying, why can't we do this? What are the benefits? What are the risks? And looking at like, okay, we can do something here. We just, it was a very minimal risk as to why the mom couldn't move. And so what hospital, uh, even in the article, it says what hospital-based classes often fail to divulge is the multitude of positions and choices that are still available to a woman after accepting pain medication. Yes. And it's not that they, it's, I don't know, it's not that they don't want you to know, you know what I mean? It's just, there's a lot of information. They have a lot to cover and they are approaching things from that I, it's more of that risk management, you know, it's for, it's more of that medically managed, um, birthing process. Maybe, yes. maybe that's part of the, the difference there. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yes. And when not we, that know, we need to divulge like why the hospitals are doing this, it's not like, I don't know, but well, it's understanding where they're coming from and what they see on mm-hmm. a regular basis. So again, mm-hmm. like 60 to 80% of people choose to birth with an epidural. Um, and so that's what most nurses are the type of birth they're helping support and there's nothing wrong with that but if that's what they're used to then that's what they're they're going to teach on that's the majority of what they see nothing wrong with that um but knowing that there are are ways to labor with an epidural or with pain medication that's still active and it still helps facilitate labor progress and it still keeps you centered and grounded and it still keeps you in the driver's seat versus um you know just kind of submitting and being you know part of the the you know them just telling you what they'll yeah, allow you right, know rather right. than um uh, so learning your team yeah yeah so learning about those is just helpful so and this is why i chose lamaze is because it's not a particular like method it's not saying okay we're gonna avoid pain or we're not gonna get pain medication or we're gonna have a a, a, a euphoric birth it's just it helps you navigate the birthing process, which is unpredictable. It is nonlinear. And it says like, how do we protect these healthy birth practices? And even if you need an epidural or choose an epidural, and, and, and I view an epidural as a tool when used judiciously. I don't see an epidural as bad or wrong. And that's the same way I feel about inductions. You know, there are lots of people out there who are like, oh, inductions are the worst. And they can be, but they can also be pretty great. And they are sometimes necessary. So if my client or my student needs an induction, I want them to know that they're having an induction because they need it because they've learned about actual reasons for needing an induction. They've learned how to ask their provider questions to determine if that induction is truly necessary and to formulate a plan that is unique to their needs and where they're at and their, their medical history and, and have a gentle induction or, or whatever that helps them, again, stay in the driver's seat, stay the decision maker, and then avoid those downline interventions. Um, so how do you protect the rest of those healthy birth practices, even if you do need some medical intervention? Because I'm not going to sit here and say medical intervention is bad or wrong. We need it. 
sometimes it is absolutely life-saving. So when we view it in that way, instead of fearing it, we can learn how to use it so that it helps us and doesn't hurt us. And we don't fear it. So we're not going in saying, absolutely no way am I going to get anything. It's saying, okay, well, if I need it, I've learned about it and I know how to how to labor with it if I do have to get an induction or a uh, an epidural, or even if I end up needing a cesarean. And so many of our mamas, that's one of their greatest fears is a, is a cesarean. And in our country where it's a 30 plus percent cesarean rate, um, that's a real concern when only about 10 to 15% of them truly need a cesarean. Um, but, but we don't like to say, well, you're not going to have a cesarean if you do X, Y, and Z. We say, okay, we're going to set you up for success, childbirth education, learn about the normal physiological process of birth, learn about coping techniques and communication. And then if you do need a cesarean, here's there are some things to consider to help you have the best cesarean possible um, so that you feel good on the other side of it. And so, that is the goal. And that's why independent childbirth education is, is so important because it helps kind of, and, and, and my view, my very biased lens is everything I just said, but there are methods out there that are very focused on like very particular, like methods of coping. And so if that aligns with you, do it. Um, I just encourage that sort of well-rounded education when it comes to childbirth. I mean, drop the mic. <laughs> that was so good because I was like nodding the whole time. Um, but that's what that education can give you instead of, I think really when we have that knowledge, it can dispel some of the fear that is inherently associated with birth as far as because of the unknown, yes. you know, and that unpredictable nature of it. So how best do we do that? And that's, I mean, everything you just said, um, was so wonderful. And that's why, um, in, I think we even did an episode, we did like the, uh, creating your birth support team. Uh, that's why number four on there and that four part, you know, birth support team is educators, right? And really specifically looking at childbirth educators. So we have that episode. I don't even remember what it's like three, I think. Yeah. It's one of the first early, ones early ones. And then, um, I think I rebroadcasted that one too, because I think it was one of my favorites. So good. And then I even have a blog too, but I know it can be overwhelming. Um, but I would just implore you to a little bit at a time, maybe research one birthing method or, you know, coping mechanism or some, or look at one class at a time or something and find like what you said, find what aligns with you and try to take it bit by bit instead of being like, oh my gosh, there's so many classes. There's so many options. I, I don't know. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like that's the hard part with it too, because there are a lot of options. There so, are. And especially in today's world, it's, you start Googling or searching around um, and that can make it very overwhelming, but I do encourage, listen to episode 18. I sort of break down some of the mo more popular uh, methods and types of ch independent childbirth education classes. So, you know, you can kind of give get a little taste there and kind of like, okay, that sounds good to me. I'm going to go um, check that out. If you want to learn more about the Lamaze healthy birth practices, which I, I think is obviously I, that's what I teach. And I think that's a good way to go. If you want to learn more about that, then, um, listen to episode 40. And even if you don't choose a Lamaze 
childbirth class, it's still these, I, I go over the six healthy birth practices in that in that episode. And that's the framework for the Lamaze class. And so even if you don't choose a Lamaze class, you still kind of are learning about these like healthy birth practices. And so that can be helpful for you on your journey too. Um, but yeah, we're all about choose what aligns with you. Do a little bit of research. Try not to try, easier said than done, to not let the the overwhelm, you know, stop you from moving forward. And if the hospital class is all that's available and what you can afford and, and they're offering it, take it. Like this is not to knock those classes because they can be helpful in some way. Um, so if that's what you got, and your hospital might have a wonderful childbirth education program. I, I mean, I think they vary. Again, every mm-hmm. there's some variations of and you could always inquire and ask about like what they cover and and see if that feels like that's a good fit for you. Um, you know, and learning about the the background of your instructor is important too. And this article talks about that as well. Like who are they certified with? Um, and does that organization align with you? So there's like these organizations who certify instructors. And so you want to find an instructor that's good for you, but you kind of want that overarching organization to also align with you. Um and then the hospital-based class might have a variety of instructors that rotate teachers and not just have one person. So you may not know who you're going to get. It's usually a hospital employee, um, typically, that teaches them. So sort of checking into that background of the instructor, I appreciated how this article kind of reminded us to do that. Yeah. And even in looking at the classes or and looking at how you feel comfortable um, to learn and to listen and to ask questions like what environment do you feel comfortable in? Cause you know, again, with COVID we've had a lot more things going virtual. So maybe you do feel more comfortable virtual. And sometimes those classes are, they do put a cap on them, you know, so that there are room for question and answer. Is this something, or do you want that in person? Um, can your spouse, your partner be there with you? Mm-hmm. You know, look at all of those little things. Who do you want there? How many classes are there? How long do they last? You know, it's really looking at all the logistics of those because there's going to be, there's going to be different, different options there, but also looking at where and how you feel comfortable um, learning. What, yeah. What's that best learning environment? Right. And I think our current state, I think you could probably find some, I think some are back to in-person. Like if you really want that in-person because you love being in like presence of people and you want that hands-on experience, then I think you could probably find an in-person class. Um, mm-hmm. Or if you're like, nope, I want to do it from the comfort of my home, either live or I want to do pre-recorded because I want to do it on my own time. Like there is all of the above. Um, so again, aligning with what you feel most comfortable because when you feel comfortable, you're going to learn. Um, you're going to be able to kind of absorb that information more easily. Um, and you'll love- retain it. You know, yes. that's the big thing too, because mm-hmm. you do want this information to be retainable for you when you are in labor, you know, and so that you can actually pull on those resources. So yes, you know, hopefully your support person there <laughs> can help too. Yes. But- and I, Loved how this also mm-hmm. talked about the community that comes from childbirth education classes. Um, it says many expectant parents even form lasting relationships with their childbirth educators, staying in touch throughout pregnancy and reaching out to share news and seek resources and additional classes after their baby arrives. And so it's just that another another layer of support that you get, as well as like the, the people you meet in that class, if it's not a private class, 
Um, you kind of meet people who are in similar life stages and you're, you're instantly bonded. Um, and so sometimes relationships can form in those settings too, which are awesome. Yeah. Um, I recently have dealt with some moms that, um, so I guess you can have, you know, hospital based, um, childbirth education classes, and then some OB um, offices and practices will offer one as well. And then I guess you have the option for like those independent ones. Well, some OB offices in our area are still aren't offering classes, or they may not even go back to offering classes because I, I guess just with the climate and culture and how things have worked out, those virtual options have worked better for them. So there, there may be less you know, class options in that sense. So maybe it can just boil down to, okay, we need to look at the hospital. We need to look at, you know, doing the independent one as well. But when I hear my mom say that I do, I do highly recommend, I'm like, well, taking a childbirth education class is important, you know, and to give you that foundation and that backbone. Yes. Um, but it's kind of interesting to see how, how things have changed a little bit. Yeah, no, and that's right. And yeah, just seeing what's available in your area. And also there is a, there are some studies about independent childbirth education classes having like a more positive impact on the birthing person and their outcomes, um, you know, for giving birth. And so that's really good to know too, is that taking that sort of independent out of the hospital learning about the actual like comprehensive childbirth education class has uh, kind of better outcomes than if you only took the hospital-based class or didn't take one at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last uh, sentence in the article here, I think is really good because it says an independent childbirth class provides the restorative balance of knowledge, tools, empowerment, and support that helps to ease the transition from pregnancy into labor, birth, and the postpartum period. Yes. And yes. I know. So hopefully you've definitely... Just something to consider because hope. Yep. I'm wondering too if you're like me and this this might be the first time in your pregnancy that you're hearing oh independent childbirth education class because if this is the first time then goal met. <laughs> I just want these words to be heard and that people know that they have um, these options out there. That's the goal, sister. I think we. I really enjoyed that article. I know it's really good. We'll link it. And it's actually, um, I linked it two times because at the end of the pathways article, it does mention that it's originally published, um, at a childgrows.com, um, blog website. So we've linked both of those. Again, this is from that pathways article, uh, pathways to family wellness is a chiropractic based magazine. Um, but has lots of wonderful articles in there. They usually have some from holistic healthcare providers, midwives, doulas, um, and offers lots of, good education. And so um, definitely we'll link to those articles. Um, and, you know, hopefully this helps you learn a little bit more about the options that are out there. Be sure to check out all of the other episodes that we've linked here. And then um, we'll link all of those there. And then I'll put my um, building a birth support team blog as well at the link in the show notes. And be sure to share this with uh, any expectant families that you know so that you can share the knowledge of independent childbirth education class options for them so that they can have their informed pregnancy, birth, labor, and postpartum time period. If you have enjoyed listening to the show and all of our episodes, we love ratings and reviews. It helps us reach more people, helps us keep doing what we're doing. And thank you so much for listening today. 
Thanks for listening to the Aligned Birth Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, screenshot it and tag us on Instagram at aligned underscore birth or leave a rating and review. If you don't want to miss our newest episodes, be sure to tap the subscribe button. Your support is greatly appreciated. As always, we strive to bring you lots of information because knowledge is power and applied knowledge is empowerment. Thanks again for being here and see you next week.